When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello. Hey. We're back. How about that banger right there by One Republic? Yes. You guys are good. Ryan Tedder like knows them. how to write a song. Yeah, he does. Woo. Knows how to write a song. Yes. Where? Born is a great song like that you might not know. There are just some deep cuts it's like, oh, that's good. Oh, that's good. Mm, that's good. Thanks, right. man. I saw a movie. I want to hear about it. I watched The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. The Nick Cage movie, <laughs> yes. right? Oh, What yes. is that available on? I'd watch that. Um, The Box. Oh, still in Red Box. It's at the Red Box. And then you have to have a DVD player. You do. But you could find it elsewhere. I, I bet, first of all, Redbox actually has an app where you could watch movies on the app. Hmm. Um, but I'm sure if you Googled, you would find <laughs> where you can stream it right now. But so this is basically Nicolas Cage playing a fictionalized version of Nicolas Cage. And He's an actor. It, it it was a little different than what I thought. I thought it was going to be more of like a mockumentary. Okay. Where it's kind of him making fun of himself, but he still is. He is an actor who is going broke. He's not creatively fulfilled. He owes $600,000 to the hotel that he's been living in. Mm. Um, and during the entire movie, he they're channels, up. they're up his iconic roles so you'll see a delivery coming from him as he like Funny. a delivery of a line that would be like him in national treasure oh funny so it just okay. kind of happens along the way um uh pedro pascal is in this mm. he's like a fanboy in it or something yeah, something like yeah, that yeah, yeah. Okay. he's a big fan he's a billionaire and he wrote a script and i won't give too much away it, it's just a lot of Hollywood cliches and Nicolas Cage is hoping to get this role of a lifetime, but then he gets caught up in this like CIA thing. It's, Uh it's cute. It's cute. I I mean, wasn't exactly what I was expecting, but I still appreciated the creativity behind it. Sure. It's really, and Nicolas Cage looks great in this movie. How longy wongy is this? Uh, 80, 90 minutes. Oh, oh, that's great. Yeah. Okay. And um, there was something else I was going to do. Oh, you'll, you'll love this. There's a big Paddington 2 reference a few times. <laughs> I love throughout. Paddington 2. Why so, are they referencing it? So does Javi. Because they were talking oh. about the movies I think that you would like take 
on a deserted island. You know, if you were deserted on what three movies or what are your top three yeah. movies? And Pedro Pascal's character, Javi, his, I think, number one is Paddington, too. Well, listen, <laughs> Paddington one had like a 98% on Rotten Tomatoes. Paddington two, 99%. Wow. Do I have to see, see one if I didn't see two? No, you could piece it all together. You probably could. Yeah. <laughs> okay. The bear likes marmalade. Are you sure? Because I can't. Part one I... is pretty good, though. You might want to see the first one. All right. I think they're coming out with the third. Now, that's a, a family movie. I saw a family friendly movie. Also, I'm, I'm thinking in this moment, I think we might need an intro okay. for at the movies, you know? We could have like a film projector sound. Yeah, I think we have something because we used to do Monday morning movie reviews. Oh, okay. Really? Well, maybe anytime, though, that we're somewhere. like, hey, we're going to watch a movie. We could get a little something that would really dress it up a little bit. That's all. That's all. Uh, don't get Jason all yeah, mad really. at us. He's not listening. Honestly. Right yeah, he, he but just guess who his is? TV show. Colin is listening, <laughs> who happens to be Jason's husband. Uh, do we have that Colin intro? Oh, <laughs> I heard you talking about it with him. I wasn't sure what you were talking about. He said about. We, we, we're going to yeah. make an intro every time we mention Colin. It's That's like what we do with Rock Talk. I want to yeah. talk. Uh, by Colin. the way. If you do want to watch Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. Amazon. Yep, for $4.49. Oh, yeah, it's worth it. $3.99 for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 1 and 2, Secret of the Ooze. Each, mm. by the way. That's is that what you watched? Deal. No. My son wanted to watch Home Team. Kevin James, this is out of uh, the Happy Madison Production Company, which is Adam Sandler's production company where they make movies for Netflix. This is the story of when Sean Payton, the former head coach of the New Orleans Saints, was suspended for a year after a, quote-unquote, bounty gate mm. situation that came up like some 15 years oh, ago, yeah. 10 years ago. Where it was like ago? The coaches were incentivizing players to injure other, other players. players. So the head coach, Sean Payton, goes back to Texas in this movie and uh, starts to coach his son's little, you know, kind of like a peewee football team. Sure. I wanted to watch it. We did it Saturday morning. And I just wanted to like it more. And as I looked at the kids in the room, too, I don't think that they loved it either. It was fine. It's fine. I just wanted it to be a little more. Head coach Sean Payton, who gave the go-ahead for the movie to be made about his life, does appear at the end. There's a cute cameo, and what he has to say is pretty funny. But it was fine. But it's a sports movie. If you're just looking for, if you're one of those families out there who loves football, you got littles in your family that love football. Football season is approaching. Training camps all across the NFL open this week, and this could satisfy if you're just looking for something on brand to get through. But it's just I wanted there to be a little something more. Okay, that's all. All right, it's I guess I'll there. cross oh, that off the list. You know what, though? There's another movie that my kids are recommending that maybe we'll watch tonight or tomorrow night. It's called Rescued by Ruby, and it's a dog movie. And my son came home after seeing it as his co- at his cousin's and said, we watched this, and we need to watch it. We want to watch it with you. It's such a good movie. Oh, that means the dog doesn't die. That's nice. I don't know if that means that. I think it's a rescue dog who gets bounced from a few different homes. And uh, and all I know is he was just like, this is a really good movie. We should really watch it. So Rescued by Ruby, Donna. You all might right. want to watch. Rescued by Ruby starring someone I've never heard of. When did it come out? Is it recent? Hey, let's, uh, let's do the trailer right now. All right. Uh, Rocco. Okay, what now? We're going to listen to the trailer <laughs> of uh, Rescued by here, Ruby. Here, I'll put it in right there, right at the top here. There you go. Bye. Got dog, it. Uh, right. dog movie. Here we go. Uh, well, maybe there's an ad okay, or something. Okay. 
Very nine unit. Best of the best. We'll be one of those guys with one of those dogs. Canine team requires calm and focus. You're all over the place. You can't even sit still. But I'm ready for this. The department has no money for new dogs. Mm. See, what you're needing is a young, good-sized dog who's curious and has spirit. You think he could be a canine dog? She could be anything. Oh, mm. It's like a mutt. Like Benji. It's like a collie. Seven homes already. You cannot blow this chance. She's a handful. She's too high strung. She chews, she digs, she steals food, she never sleeps. She's not even housebroken. Ruby? Yeah, I like a challenge. She's gonna be the first shelter dog to make a canine unit. Interesting. Um, okay. She needs to be a family dog first and a canine dog second. Montana, you eat this up. Oh my god, I'm already no, 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 focused. No, no. Oh, yes. Giving up on her. She doesn't listen. She destroys everything. Aww. Who's gonna believe in her if you don't? My husband oh. has his own superpowers. Eleven, eleven. How he trusts in something wish. bigger than himself. Aww. There's goodness in you. Don't be afraid to let it show. Okay, I'm in. I love it. I have to say, I love a good dog movie. I just watched Dog with um who's in that who is that you guys the uh, mark Wahlberg. dog uh, yeah it's dog. nope 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 it's Can't i got the wrong guy dog everyone it's called dog really? channing tatum, tatum. <sighs> that was really and it's called sweet. dog i stand corrected it's called dog i think that's yeah, the dog's he has name to too, bring dog. a dog across the country or something it's a it's a really feisty evil scary dog can i tell you the cheesy faith billboard i thought of when i was a kid that i was like this would make me millions of dollars okay go ahead i was like 14 and i thought of this <laughs> there should be a, a billboard that says dog and then it crosses dog out and says god man's best friend oh that's good yeah, that's. I, I was. Is there money in so billboards? Dog, faith based billboards. Out? So a dog would be crossed out, and then it would say, "God." Right? You spell it backwards. God, man's best friend. Dude, what are you doing here? I don't know. What? I could have made my millions well, in faith based billboards. Now you gave it away. There are so, so many faith based billboards on the way back from the cabin on thirty five. Yeah, man. Up north, like every other billboard. Yeah. What are you doing? Sell that. All right. All right. All right. Bye. I got to go. When we come back, two studies. You're going to love them. Yeah. They're next. All right. Welcome back, you guys. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Where talk is fun. You hear me? I said talk is fun. Hey, man. Good morning, everybody. Plomp, plomp, plomp. Studies have shown that... Studies have shown that the microbial... Several long-term studies have shown... They've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown... And here with their findings, our study buddies... The perfect nerd couple... Donna and Steve. I got a couple of things here. You got anything here? Uh, Well, I'm excited about the one thing that you have. Oh, which one? This is where Minneapolis falls on the list of fittest cities in the United States. All right. A lot of people have heard about me yes. clanging mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and banging. Rocco's thinking about... Rocco, do you know that I get a guest pass Okay. every month? I actually think I get two. And so if you guys wanted, I would be willing to give you a guest pass. And um wonder if I could use them both in one day and have the three of us there together. Oh, my gosh. The Donna and Steve experience works out together. I, I could spot you. I have to go to... Chaska? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, nobody Donna. wants to go there. Donna. 
you live essentially in Eden Prairie. So let's stop acting like you need to book a flight on JetBlue to get there, all right? You're probably like eight minutes from Lifetime. All right. I'll only do it if Rocco does it. Rocco? No, I don't see myself. All right. Rocco! Out to Number four in the country, Minneapolis, Minnesota. This is coming from the American... Number four? Co- yeah, from the American College of Sports Medicine. They do an annual ranking of the fittest cities in the country. They took the 100 largest cities and came up with number one, Arlington, Virginia. Mm. All those politicians, you know. Yeah. Madison, Wisconsin. Second fittest city in the country. All those college kids. Wow. Minneapolis, Minnesota. All these air personalities. Uh. (laughs) Washington, D.C. is number four, and then Seattle is number five. Oh, so we're number three. Yeah, did I say four? Yeah. I meant to say three. Wow, bronze medal. We're on the podium, people. Yeah. Uh, You want to know who are the least healthy and fit? Yes, done. Wait, let me guess. Tuscaloosa. Wow, you're close. I'll give it to you. Mobile. I'll give you Tulsa. Okay. I'll give you Oklahoma City. All right, I'll take that. Even though Tuscaloosa is not in Tennessee. Tuscaloosa, it's in Alabama. Alabama, close enough. They're probably here somewhere. I liked how she said Tulsa and you said okay. Oh, <laughs> I didn't even realize Good. that. Oh, Oklahoma. Wow. Okay, L.A., H-O-M-A. Um, North Las Vegas is on the list. Indianapolis. The yeah, they're, they're, they're not healthy. Indianapolis and Louisville. Oh, man. Oh, <laughs> in February. In the Kentucky City of... Oh. <laughs> wow. Yeah, there you go. How have you been feeling now that you're a couple of weeks into the brisk walkers of Bloomington Club? I mean, look at me. Your energy is high. I know. Your productivity is uh, different, <laughs> you know? But I, frankly, I would prefer higher energy. This is great. I, I get higher energy. You you seem less stressed. You know what I mean? Yes. I mean, I feel great. This is great. I feel like I could get more done after getting that out of the way in the morning. And yes, and it like wakes your whole system up. And see, this is my theory. May I? Sure. Right, can I stop you? When we prioritize exercise in some way or activity in some way, all right. And if we feel like we're kind of sort of controlling that, mm-hmm. I think it helps us to feel more in control of other things because mm-hmm. then it's like you know what yep. because if you feel like your body then like the thing the mechanism in which you operate out of mm-hmm. is off low energy not strong the way you want it to hi everybody this is adriana trajani i'm the host of you are what you read i have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now we get everybody from sarah jessica parker to Kristen hannah mitch album Susie essman Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Be whatever, then doing other things, you kind of come from a place of weakness. Yeah. You know what when I mean? When you're laying around yeah. most of the day... And not getting outside, not getting some vitamin D, a little mm-hmm. bit of movement. Yes. You want to continue laying around, but when you get a workout, even if it's just a brisk walk, honestly, Absolutely. if you get that out of the way, then you come back and you're like, oh, I can do all this weeding today. I can mow the lawn. I can, you yeah. feel like you could get more done. And I will tell you this, and this is the truth. I was barely making it to work in time before. Right. Now that I'm getting up, Taking time to go for a walk, come back, getting ready for work. I'm still leaving 20 minutes earlier, so there is a way to find time. They say it's like the magic of, oh, it's like the, there's a, there's a certain magic to early mornings. There is. In the that, quiet. The, well, you get the quiet, you, you get the own peace. It. You feel like you're starting the day on your terms. You know what I'm saying? Yes, I do. And Pappy. then if you get out there and you start walking around then you're feeling great. The the fresh air. Now you can't do that all year round. It becomes winter eventually. I get it. But let's, you know, again, control the controllable. All right. Now, Rocco! I have another study. Okay. Rocco, don't worry about it. Studies are shown. All right. Mm. The average American eats food off the floor. I was a little confused by this when I first read it. I thought it meant on the floor, like you're sitting on the floor watching mm. TV and eating. Yeah. No, no, no. This is, we're talking about the five second rule. Okay. Four times per month, this is when we drop something and pick it up and pop it back in our mouths. 44% of people say they do follow the five-second rule, so they'll eat things off the ground as long as they're able to pick it up immediately. Yeah. I mean... I'm with that. I'll I'll let it go five seconds. Not a problem. I agree. Yeah, I mean, we do worse things than you know, pick up a piece me, of candy off the floor. Let me tie a, a little chain together here. If at any point you're sitting and you have your your feet crossed yeah. and then your fingers make contact with the bottom of your shoe or your sandal without you knowing, let me speak for the men. Mm-hmm. That shoe has been standing in for a minute, old or relatively new urine mm-hmm. on the floor yeah. in the bathroom. Yeah. Our, I think our ability to fight off some germs is pretty impressive. And if you're a lady person um, <laughs> and you have a purse... If you're putting that thing on the floor, if you're in the bathroom and you place it on the floor, same thing, same thing. So it's filthy. Get that filthy thing off the kitchen table. Thank you. When we return, it is a money Monday, my friends. So I came across, and this this is genuinely interesting article that an early retiree put a blog together saying, here are just some stupid, simple money rules I figured out. For instance... Why he says you should not follow your passion. You should follow this instead. And I think he makes a pretty good point. We'll tell you about that and some other fun stuff. Money Monday. Buddy Boo. Love it. Yes, more of this. Woo. Harry Styles or no. weather? Weather. Hi, yeah, Harry. Weather's incredible. Hey. Harry's cool, too. Uh, speaking of which, we don't yet have a forecast for August 4th. But we'd assume it's going to be a beautiful night. Thursday, uh, mm. the Capio Festival on Thursday, August 4th, presented by Origin Pet Foods and David with First Equity is going down. Tickets on sale right now. 
Congrats to our first ever Spokes Kitty, Maisie. You can come see our final reel with videos from our listeners and America's Funniest Home Videos as well. One dollar from each ticket goes to our charity partner. The, I got it. Charity partner, the Animal Humane Society. You can get more info at mytalk1071.com. Keyword cat. All right. Thank you. Come on now. Let's talk some money. Money. Oh, good. Let's talk about money. Money Monday. There are more things in the world to buy. It's Donna and Steve. Than most people have money for. So, so. Money Monday. Choices have to be made. But mostly it's Steve. You know, I guess I'll start by peeling back the curtain. I, I do have a good article that I uh, think you guys would be interested in. Why you shouldn't follow your passions, according to one early retiree. But first, Rocco, am I vulnerable when it comes to my finances or what? I think so. You've told us, oh, you've lost thousands of dollars in crypto. Okay. Uh, to this moment, I have lost $256 in crypto. Okay. I put $1,000 in various cryptocurrencies. I give you a weekly update. It's now at $744. Also worth noting, whenever the net Netflix tank... Whenever, <laughs> whenever Netflix stock tanked a couple of months ago, close to three months ago, it went from like $380 per share. Then they said, oops, sorry, we lost customers for the first time ever. And then it plummeted down to about 200 in a day. Massive loss. My brother, Scooty, says, hey, you guys want to put some money in Netflix? It just feels like it went down more than it should. There's still going to be a beast. So we did. Put in, uh, I put in $5,000 in that. Okay? Wow. This was like a significant move of money. I go, and then I put $500 in Carnival Cruise Lines. He Gave us that tip about two months ago. And then they both started losing money, blah, blah, blah. The point is that... 50- he sounds like a terrible... Yeah, financial uh, investor. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see here. There, uh, That $5,500 is now currently at $5,804. So it has mm-hmm. increased in value by $304. The stock market itself seems to be rallying a little bit. Things were not going great for quite some time, but we're starting to see some positive signs of life. Things seem to be kind of moving in the right direction. Also, we heard the gas prices are coming down. I believe I heard earlier today that they're down about 55 cents on average over the span of the last month. That being said, they're still about $1.30 above where they were this time last year. Hmm. But the hemorrhaging, I think, has stopped when it comes to gas so that's good right yeah i would say so i mean i really haven't noticed the significance of the gas prices well gone down. it must be nice you guys didn't even notice i didn't know it went down 33 percent. i put a i filled my tank a third of a tank and it was 30 dollars 32 32 46 thank you I wrote it on my hand. Why did you write it on your hand? Don't worry about it. Is that how you balance your checkbook? Yes. (laughs) I just think, uh, you know what? I'm not going to try to fix you. Who's to say you even need fixing, right? We just do things differently. That's right, buddy. You write down your gas bill on your hand. Because I couldn't get a receipt. It wouldn't spit out a receipt. So I had to write it on my hand so I would remember to just balance that later. 30 seconds, if I may. Hold on, do we have a timer? Sure. <laughs> tick, 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 tick. All right, go ahead. Can I just encourage you one more time to consider just letting 
the computers Mm-mm. balance your checkbook for you? I can't because they will have more money than I actually will have. Not really, though, because it will tell you if a transaction is pending. It won't know if I wrote a check for that transaction. But we're going to stop doing that, too. I, Steve. I'm just trying. It's just a lot of being on the computer, and I can't handle it. What it could actually, my final point, is it actually could, you might be stunned at how much you're not on the computer because the computer does it all for you. I can't have that because I don't. I live paycheck to paycheck. No, but you don't have to. There's a solution for that, too. I know. Too. Put an extra $1,000 into your checking account. And let account, that be yeah. your new baseline. Zero. Yes. And then you'll always... So all you would need to do is move $1,000 out of savings, put it into your checking. That's your new zero oh, now. Really? must be nice. <laughs> your, Listen your, to Mr. Moneybags over here. That's your new zero. And then the stress from that one move that you make, the stress of... Are we at zero? Did we overdraft? Oh, there's a big bill coming out. It's gone. I know people who look at their their bank account every single day. Mm. I'm like, I do not. Thanks. I but saw you it. could. It's like right on your app. You just hit your no, fingerprint. I'm not doing stuff on my phone with money. See, this is a... Thank you for hearing hacker. me out. You're welcome. All it takes is one hacker to like... Get a hold of your phone information. Next thing you know, guess what? Somebody is living what? in Italy. <laughs> Name Steve dime. Patterson with the same social security number. Good day. It's Money Monday. Earlier today, I saw, I thought, a pretty cool article on kunbaka.com, uh, cnbc.com. Mm-hmm. These are 13. Stupid, simple money rules that helped this early retiree save a million dollars. Said I wasn't born rich. Here's some things I did. I'll just read through a few highlights. And starting with this one, number one, he says, I ignored the follow your passion advice. Our passions, which tend to be more on the creative side, can't always pay the bills. Our strengths do. Mine, for instance, the author says, is photography. That's my passion. But my strength is is in computer science. So in 2004, my starting salary as a software engineer was $55,000 a year. 12 years later, by 2016, I was making well over $100,000 a year. I'm not sure I'd have earned as much if I chose to follow my passion. While combining your hobby with a high-paying, marketable career is possible, it's less common than you think. He says, build a career around what you are good at. And then make time for the hobbies. It's an interesting... That's how I feel. Mm-hmm. I think that makes better sense. Um, you know, Rocco's very passionate about radio. By the way, no money in radio. Mm-hmm. Kids. Get out Sorry. if you can. Yeah, Kids totally. go the other way. Radio. Be- become a stock trader. Yep. A good one. Not like Steve's brother. Donna. What? I shared that in confidence. Let's go to the phones. <laughs> we have a uh, caller? Rocco's on the phone. Rocco, should we take a phone? If you want. Yeah. We've had people call. One person said she also writes things down on her hands. Uh, and she also said, oh, this person, Don, uh, wants to talk to you about banking. Hey, okay. Don. Hi there. You're on My Talk 1071. Welcome to Money Monday. Uh, your thoughts on banking? Yes. I, I Donna. Donna, yes. Donna. Yes. I am an old lady, and I go in on the computer once a day to make sure that Nothing funny is going on on my checking account or my savings account. 
Okay. And, it's, it, and I have to tell you, I did find one time, I found a seven, now this is ridiculous, $7.50 was taken out of my account mm-hmm. in, I think it was like Nebraska or someplace like that. That's and how they I've do it. I've not been to Nebraska. Mm. I called the bank, they put it back in. Some, and they said that's how it starts. They go with little, little amounts. tiny oh, amounts, and yeah. Then, and then they eventually get bigger and bigger and bigger because they know you're you're not noticing them. Right. Yeah. It's, okay. It's, I will start me, doing that. Let me ask this question of Don, our caller. It is great. Don, Don, Don. Let me ask you a question. Was there a yeah. time about five or ten years ago where because I think there are a lot of listeners who balance their checkbook by hand. I know my mother does this. Was there a time that you shifted from doing it, and pardon the expression, but sort of the old school way, and then you finally said, you know what, I'm going to do this more online. Is that how you balance your account now, just allow the computer to do it? I don't balance it. The computer does it. Right. The, bank, the bank account does it. When I when I use my debit card, mm-hmm. I it automatically goes on there. I mean, I can I can use my debit card and when I go home, it's on there already. And it says, like you said, Steve, it says pending. But it also gives me that balance with that item pending. Right. Yes. Yeah. So you see it's the up- perfect. It's yeah. wonderful. I find that yeah. too. I think there's a little bit of a mental hurdle for some folks who just think, oh, you know, it seems risky to do it. But I think to your point, if you there's a we had this conversation with my mother a few years ago where she would pull out the card table once a month <laughs> I love that. and she would bring all these papers and envelopes and then she had the old number puncher thing you know like she was running a store adding machine the yeah. adding machine and she would do it like that and there was some level of intervention that we were just trying to say what if we told you that if you spend a day like signing up getting login information for these accounts it could win you back a whole bunch of your time because you'll never have to do it. And when you, you'll never have to write down in your case, oh, I need to have that number on my hand so I can put it in the checkbook later because instantly the bank said 3256 pending from Super America. Yeah, but it's always been that way. You could always call the hotline and they'll tell you your bar- your balance. It's always been that. It's you know, As long as I've been doing this, the the technology has always been there. It's just now it's... It's a website. Do you balance it every day? No, no, no. Or is it like, hey, it's the end of the week, we got to balance it? Yeah, or or I have a ton of receipts in my wallet and I go, oh, I should probably just make sure. Well, I'll tell you what, I'll give you credit in that that requires a lot of self discipline to do that. Thank you. Because you're only as good as your math. And as your follow through. So you have to do it or else this is all up in smoke. Whereas I just, while we were talking, uh, just had it read my face and now I'm looking at my Wells Fargo checking account. Unbelievable. (laughs) Um, Thank you, Don. Thank Thank you you for the call. We got through exactly one tip. I'll link it up. Link it up. Yeah. Yeah. Link up the tips. Yeah. So you can see all that. All right. Well, this has been fun. No, 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 no. No, we remember we do the final segment at the end of the show. Uh, Stick around when we come back. Have you ever noticed this about making upgrades to your home? We had a conversation late last night. You may have heard I stayed out till after midnight last night with the kids. And we were talking with some others about when you paint a wall, change a picture, et cetera, before company comes over. Mm-hmm. Who are you doing it for? We'll get into a brief little conversation about home upgrades. When we return, it's Donna and Steve on my talk. 
Hey, final stretch of the Donna and Steve show on my top 107.1. PJ Rob Lobster's also here. Club, club. Can we make it official, the final stretch? Oh, I'm he probably could. All right, I bet we could. Okay, here we go. That's what happened to my stomach once I went through menopause. <laughs> it just went, that's it, we're done. Are you coming to terms? Are, are, you, are you just, you showed your doctor recently. You said, can I show you my flavelage? Yeah, well, and I didn't so do you, say are you that. Loving she your said, can I see it? Oh, she made the first move. Yes. <laughs> okay. She said, can I, well, can I see it? And I'm like, I don't know. I'm afraid that I'm going to have to get like ultrasounds and everything and find out something terrible is wrong with me. Oh, and yeah. she was like, yeah, no, you're just fat. <laughs> Donna, Valentine, <laughs> no, she did not. She didn't. She just said, that's just, that is fat. I mean, it's just, that's what happens. Your, your body goes, yeah, guess what, muscles? We're going to sleep now for the rest of your life. We win. <laughs> yep, exactly. And it just drops. And at least I know what it is now. So, ladies, just be prepared. Thank You're you. up. You're up. You're up. Anyway, uh, that's not why you called. Certainly not. <laughs> yeah, so, of all the things I expected Donna to say when I played... Yeah. I didn't think she'd say, that's what happened to my stomach when I went through menopause. Plus, that actually sounds more like it's tightening up. Yeah. You know, like you're you're doing your crunches or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right, of course. But my mind went there because, you know, it's all about your own experiences. Thanks. You go to the mailbag, I guess. (laughs) Mail time. All right, mail time, mail time. Mail time. Mail time. This address to Don and Steve from Patricia. Hey, P-Dog. Clomp. <laughs> he starts with caps lock clomp. Sorry, I have to get a judge's ruling on Steve saying, quote, it'll be winter and you can't walk outside. Wrong. I walk outside year round. Mm. And while it is certainly colder and darker in the early morning in the winter months, it's the most refreshing and eye-opening walks you will ever Take. Highly recommend keeping it a habit. Invest in a high visibility vest, Donna. Oh, yeah, like construction. Like construction workers. Uh, plus, adds another layer. Get a nice headlamp and yak tracks, the rubber mm-hmm. things that go over your sneakers with okay, the little metal she's pokey things. Hardcore. No, but she's right, though. She's right. If you're feeling so good about it, those yak tracks really help you from slipping and falling on the ice. We should all probably be wearing yak tracks. Mm-hmm. All right. That's what I want for my birthday. Yeah, tracks. Coming up next month. Oh, August. Mm, deep tease. Thanks. No, we don't <laughs> yeah, do presents. Make it official. No, we don't do presents. <laughs> uh, Rocco, did we give you anything for your birthday? Um, yeah. I don't think so. Did Makes sense in a kid. Oh, yeah. Remember? Oh, me, yeah. We, his wife paid for yeah, that. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but we like for delivered. You gave me a five and a U uh, balloon. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> One of them didn't blow up. We gave you good wishes is what we gave that you. Was nice and we gave him the biggest break he's ever had. It's true. That's you know, true. A year ago? Who was who? Who is this DJ Rock Lobster DJ guy? Rock Lobster didn't even exist a year ago. Frankly, what I think we need to do is go back, and Rocco, this sounds like a good job for um, you, where you <laughs> go back and find the first time that we said DJ Rock Lobster on the air, because then what we could have is we could celebrate Rock Lobster's birthday, oh. <laughs> which is different than Rocco Bonello's birthday. That's true. Yeah, you know I would what I mean? say we'll figure it out off the air. I think I have somewhat of an idea. Rocco. Hi. All right. Bye now. Uh, Steve. Hey. 
What's your problem? <laughs> so last night we were out with some friends. Okay. And we started talking about, we have friends who they moved into a house and they've been trying to, you know, fix it up. It was a real, you know, fixer upper, Nick. as they say. Is it Nick? It's Nick and Pam. Okay. And so they have one project that leads to another and it leads to another. And then you like pull that back and you realize, oh crap, that just revealed another problem. You know, it's been quite a chore for them. But then we start, the, the conversation got to fixing up your house and how contentment, what a thing, right? To live, to live a peaceful life. Contentment is so key, being mm-hmm. grateful for what you have. And we were talking about, you know, they, they consider themselves to be in a fixer-upper. We moved into a brand-new construction home, and I was trying to uh, relate to what they feel in that you can have a brand-new home, and you'll always be thinking, hey, eventually we want to do this here and that there. That never leaves, Ever. right? That Ever. feeling. And then, on top of that, you ever have people who are going to come over? Like we had Scooty and April came over, my brother-in-law and brother and sister-in-law, a couple weeks ago. And it was like, oh, before they come, I want to change this. I want to get this painting yes, swapped yes, out, blah, blah, yes, blah. Yes. And what I was telling my friends last night as they tried to fix the house up is what we should all realize is no one else cares about your house right? nearly as much as you think they do. And maybe if you point something out, maybe the uh, ever observant will notice something from time to time. Yeah. But the little things that you care about, and, and another friend who was at this dinner last night said it's all about, it was a really nice word of um, encouragement to her because she said, it's all about like the heart of your home. How do people feel when they yeah. spend time where you are? Not how does it look? That's something cool and you should do it. And if it's aesthetically pleasing to you and, and, and it can a clean, organized, artistically set up space that jibes well with you, that can feed into, you know, kind of your energy and all that. But she was saying at the end of the day. Nobody Whether the trim is do. on or not by the time we get here, she's like, we're remembering this moment. We're out on your patio and we're all circled around looking at each other talking. That's what matters. Well, I always say that to people who are like, my house is a mess. I'm like, I don't care. I'm not coming over to see your house. Correct. I'm coming over to see you. That's a good way of putting it, yeah. Donna. That's really insightful. Thank you. And, yeah. you know, you get on the deathbeds, you know, if you if you fast forward to the deathbed thing, how many people would say... I wish my house was cleaner. They'll just say, I wish I had more time. And probably, and there was someone who said this, and I forget the quote, but it was along the lines of, you will only look back, if you don't have people over because of the condition that your house is in or because it's not clean enough, et cetera, that will only be looked back on with regret on your deathbed. If you're fortunate enough to have a deathbed experience, you'll just wish the people had come over, the dishes piled up a little more. And you didn't get overly concerned with that. Yeah. You'll just want more time with people. That's I, I try to be like really conscious of that because I get a lot of pop pop ins. Mm-hmm. And I always like will answer the phone and go, oh, like maybe Mike is popping over and he'll be like, hey, was, he called one day and was like, I'm in your driveway. I'm like, oh, OK, hold on. Yeah. And I knew like my floor had dog prints all over it. And there was like d- dishes on the counter. And I went, ah. Who cares? Yeah. I live here. Right. That's what people who live in homes do. Can I also call myself out on this too? I would love that. Lou and I set a um, a New Year's resolution to have dinner with people once a month. Mm-hmm. Still waiting for we my have invite. failed miserably at that. Oh. Should we start again starting in August? Yeah. Why not start this month? Should we, should we do a question tomorrow and have people email us tonight? 
How are you doing on your New Year's resolution? What'd you fail at? What do you, anybody else who wants to start new in August with a resolution? Look, I started walking just this month. I should have done it in January, but you know, better late than never. Yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, I might stop doing it. Oh, no, no, you have right, to get no, the I'm yak tracks. I'm gonna get the yak tracks. I'm gonna. She's, sounds like that I'm gonna woman's end up gonna breaking s- a hip, and then I'm gonna be in traction in the hospital, and you're gonna feel really bad about it. I look forward to the day that I can feed you through a tube. (laughs) I will be there. Yeah, she's having you like put on a Mindot costume to go on your morning walks now. That I like it. I could play crossing guard. I don't know. I'd be a good crossing guard. I want to be done talking for today with us. All right, that's fine. Rocco? Uh, How are you with that? All right, well, (laughs) goodbye, everybody. Thank you for listening. We'll be back here tomorrow. What's for lunch? Salad, BLT salad. Let's All go right. get it. Everyone enjoy your lunch hour. Colleen and Bradley are next. Bye now.